1: This segment is brought to you by Jigmaster Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Go to Jigmasters.com and use promo code PNF20 and save 20% off your next jig order today. Hello and welcome back to the Paddle and Fin Podcast. This is Adventures with Outdoor Woman and here's your host. Hey guys and welcome back to another Adventures with Outdoor Woman episode and I'm your host Susie Roloff and today I have an epic guest, Miss Jessie Mitchell out of her sweet minibus in Kentucky. Jessie, say hello and welcome to the show. Hey guys, thank you for having me. You're welcome. So, yeah, if you guys don't know uh Jesse Mitchell, uh, she recently went through a transformation and is now living out of a little mini short bus um, that she converted herself with, I think, with a help from her dad, if I remember right. Dead, yep. Dead. Yep. So, yep. And uh, so, yeah, she's been doing that, but uh, enough of me talking. So, uh, Jessie, I'll kind of uh, let you kind of run the show because this is about you. And, uh, you know, let's uh, let's hear about, you know, you know who you are and uh, kind of how you got into like
2: kayak fishing and
1: how you got into the bus life and the uh, yeah, let's go from there.
2: <laughs> OK, well, for starters, I'm Jesse and 31 years old. I'll be 32 this July and for the past 10 years of my life i've been working in the department of corrections and after 10 years i quit as a sergeant and with a very demanding job and hardly any flexibility with my life i constantly crave that so about three years ago i went through a bit of a rough divorce and wanted to just start all over be fresh and find something where my heart was in because i was so focused on my family and it was now time to focus on me. So I had a good friend of mine um, introduced me into um, bass fishing. I had already bought my little Hobie and I had no idea at the time what I even had. I just knew I loved that kayak and I wanted to be on the water as much as possible. So he's like, hey, why don't you uh, come out and fish and I'll show you a few little lures and things that we can do and techniques and just see how you like it. Cause he knew I loved fishing to begin with, but I had never bass fished in my life. And I was like, oh, you know, it. I don't know, I don't know. Well, anyhow, long story short, about three weeks after I started bass fishing, I fished the Hobie Bass Open and Kentucky Lake three years ago. And I was like, what am I doing here? Oh my God, <laughs> I loved it. And I loved being around all the people and everyone was so friendly. And then I started joining the KBF online challenges and we would go out and fish and just have a good time. And during that time with traveling, I was actually sleeping in my little SUV I had bought. And being in that tiny little space, I was actually kind of comfortable, but I was like, I've got to have something bigger and better. And with a little bit more of my past, I was an army brat. My dad retired after 20 years. And um, I always had the just heart to travel. We always camped since I was a little bitty girl and traveled all over the United States, out of the country, Germany, Berlin, Hawaii. I mean, you basically name it. Wow. we um, Many, many places. I've actually traveled more outside of the States than I have inside. So I always wanted to do that. Well, then the next year, after my first year of starting kayak bass fishing, I decided to just go guns a blazing. I took five months off of work. I had a 10 years worth of sick time built up. And I actually got really sick with Rocky Mountain spotted fever. And so with that, I kind of extended my time a little bit, but I didn't want to be at work. It was a very demanding job and they expected you to not have a life at all. So basically I was working pretty much 18 hours a day, seven days a week, 16 to 18 hours. It was Just the same song and tune every day and so much stress and hardly any freedom. So anyhow, I got a really big hunger in my heart when I started traveling around last year to all these tournaments. Well, I ended up hitting 15 different states in that five months. And I thought, I thought I've got to do this. This is like my passion. This is my heart. Well, then reality set back in and I had to go back to work. So, and it just got worse and worse and more shorthanded. And on the weekends, we would have to go to a different prison or institution and work our days off mandatory, had no choice and you weren't getting vacations. And so super long story short, I started looking into um, traveling little videos on YouTube because everybody's like, you should start up a YouTube channel and, or do some blogging or something like you're a girl. There's not many girls out there doing it by themselves. And I'm not the one to really be in front of a camera at all. So I was like, I don't know about that. (laughs) I was watching all these YouTube channels and one of them come up as, um, this couple living in a short bus and I thought oh my gosh that's perfect for me I don't have to worry about pulling a camper I can still pull my kayak on the back of it and so it took off and I shopped online for a good year and a half to two years for one and finally found this one a guy right up the road he was an hour and a half from me had this little plus and he already had the outside painted the seats removed and I didn't have to do too awful much of the actual like hard hard labor of it and dirt cheap with hardly any miles and I thought I'm jumping on it I'm doing it and it just took off and so two weeks after I converted it into this little tiny home I took off to Canada with a friend of mine and went and stayed up there to fish the Hobie Bass Open up there on Lake St. Clair and then when I came back home I took a pretty uh, about a week and a half vacation and then it was going to be my last little hoorah so I wanted to make it count, and then I came back the long way home and hit up a bunch of uh, caves and waterfalls and the natural bridge, and then came on back home, and then here I sat again at work, working, you know, 16, 18-hour days, and so finally, I woke up one morning, and I decided I'm not doing this anymore. I can't see myself waking up every day doing the same craziness for 15 more years, and if I don't do it now, I'm never going to do it. I'm not married. I don't have any kids. And I I quit my job. I'm in the process of selling my home and my land and got rid of all my stuff. And now I'm living super tiny. And I love it. Having a ball. Meeting some amazing people. Seeing amazing things. Fishing different little lakes. And just, I'm not so much into the tournaments right now because I've just been trying to get settled but just even pleasure fishing and going out and not having the pressure right now and just truly enjoying the freedom has been so rewarding.
1: Oh my gosh. That's wow. wow. <laughs> that is crazy and awesome all at the same time. I mean, that's a huge transformation. Yeah. I mean, you know, who, who can, you know, say, yeah, I just up and quit my job and did what I always wanted to do. You know I mean? It,
2: it takes a lot of guts to, to be able to do that. So. I think mean, from a, I went from an eighteen hundred square foot home and plenty of land in the countryside to approximately eighty square feet right now.
1: <laughs> wow, that's that, that's a huge transformation.
2: <laughs> it makes you realize what what really really matters to you and what really just the little things you need. You don't need much, right? I mean, it's and been humbling.
1: Right. And just, you know, how much stuff, you know, there is too. Like, I remember you were posting, um, I think it was like back in September, if I remember right, you had like six or seven garbage bags of like clothes and stuff like long. that.
2: Right. right. <laughs> well, crazy. And I'm thinking one person and it was like the more room you had, the more you felt obligated to fill it. And right. then when you just free yourself from all that, it's, it's, I mean, it's just, you feel like a whole new human like I don't even know how to describe the feeling but it was a great feeling just a cleansing of just the ridding of the trash of your life it was great
1: right yeah that's wow that is unbelievable so some of the places that you tra- were able to travel to last year um what were some of those highlights uh what were your favorite places that you went to my
2: favorite one that I went in the bus. um would probably be, I actually went to Current River in Missouri. And uh-huh. The funny thing was, is I lived in Missouri for seven years and had never been to Current River, and it was not very far, and it was a family trip, and of course, my family's dear to me, and we all went, and everybody was like, can I check out the bus, every little gas station I stopped at, people would be like, do you care if I look inside, and I'm like, sure, come on, like, everyone that I've ever been around, everybody's like, do you really live in that? Like, can I see inside? And so just even meeting people like that, has been great. But that, I would say just the Current River, just because it was a, it was one of my, my first trips from besides Canada. Of course, that one was fun and scary as can be. <laughs> I I this vehicle, this thing is huge. I traveled, I think it was like 14 hours straight, and it was that one was intense but the current river was just fun and just free and did a little bit of fishing caught some smallies in the river it was fun that's awesome yeah I've, I've taken some family well uh, not necessarily
1: family trips but uh, I've went on the current river a few times with some work friends as like some weekend getaways and whatnot so and it's always been a fun time so I can relate to the current river it's a beautiful place <laughs> So now is the bus, is it a gas bus or is it a diesel? It is a
2: gas bus. Okay, okay. gotcha, yeah. I didn't want to worry about diesel because to be honest with you, my uncle has a Tahoe and I'm a female through and through when it comes to mechanics. And um, I, I was talking to him about it and he said, listen, this bus has the exact same motor as what I have. And he's really good on cars. And I thought if I was the breakdown, don't make fun of me for saying this if I was to break down at least know some redneck guy that is good at mechanics or something surely somebody can help me get off the road and I and then I thought it would be much easier to find a mechanic that way versus a decent mechanic so I went the gas route yeah that's probably a smart idea too and I know
1: you've also got a um like a motorcycle on the
2: back too I do I went and bought a little dual sport so I could ride it where I'm from is from Western Kentucky. It's um about a little town called Katawa, and it's literally, I'm about five miles from Lake Barkley and about 12 miles from the Kentucky Dam. So, oh, nice. So when the Hobie's held there, it's dear to my heart because I'm like, oh my gosh, everybody's at my house. You know what I mean? It's It's a lot of fun, but yeah.
1: Right. So now where are you currently stationed? Are you staying in like a campground? Are you staying at families? Where, where are you like, where's, I guess, is there like a home for you besides in your actual bus?
2: I I'm actually now at a campground. Um, I, with this coronavirus and stuff going on, it kind of played a little bit of a damper in my plans when I quit because, you know, two months or two weeks later, they announced, you know, that we were going on quarantine and everything was shutting down. So that really played a big factor in my traveling plans, but it's all in God's work. Like I'm right where I'm supposed to be. I actually found out, um, got a little bit bored during the quarantine. So I went out and looked for a job just to might as well make some income while I'm kind of stationary. um, For the time being and uh i actually start tomorrow so (laughs) that's awesome yeah Yeah, i'm at a campground it's a um little bit about 40 minutes east of um louisville 45 minutes so i'm still kind of in like my it feels like home to me because i'm still kind of in the country and i'm lakefront and it's it's been good and amazing people i've met along the way so it's been it's been humbling for sure (laughs) that's awesome so now as far
1: as like the bus goes, so do you have, I, I know from pictures and whatnot, it looks like you've got
2: like maybe an air conditioner and or a heater in there. I do have a heater. I don't have an air conditioner yet. Um, oh. Actually, these wonderful people that I've met down here, I was talking about getting an air conditioner and they went out and bought me one. Oh my so gosh. Was, that's so, these are the most remarkable people I've ever met. And they're just constantly like buying the dog treats and just... Oh. All, always offering food or drinks or just company and just sitting around campfires and singing or going out in the bank and fishing with them and teaching them little things it's just been it's been wonderful I'm not kidding it's been biggest joy of my life
1: oh my gosh that's awesome
2: so now um let's see
1: here when it comes to like other um I guess like animities in the bus I know you've got a sink and everything um so do you um, I may not know a lot about like, you know, RVs and campers and stuff like that. So do you have to like, uh, fill like a water tank
2: on it and whatnot? I have a, um, underneath, I have a twin bed that's over here and underneath the twin bed is a 30 gallon water tank. And I went and bought a, um, 12 volt RV pump. Now I originally started out with a cheaper pump. And don't waste your money on a cheap one. If you're going to get one, you might as well go ahead and get the big boy because (laughs) they usually they usually will burn up. And that's exactly what mine did the first time I used it. So I upgraded the pump and it runs off just a little 12 volt battery that I charge up maybe once a month. It lasts for forever.
0: To get fifty percent off.
2: And um, actually surprisingly, I'm extremely cautious on how much water I use and um, like for instance brushing my teeth. I don't run the water while I'm brushing my teeth. Usually, I'll just take up a bottle of water that I open up in the morning uh, as soon as I wake up, I'm thirsty. so I'll open up a bottle of water sprinkle it on my toothbrush and brush my teeth like that instead of wasting so much water it literally takes a splash of water to do to brush your teeth it's not that bad
1: right but
2: what I have also is um what you're sitting on right now is a butcher block countertop that I had bought off a discount store in a large undermount sink so that way if I needed to I can wash my hair in the sink and then I bought a faucet that has one of those long spraying nozzles on it so I can rig it up and um use the magnets to put a shower curtain around the roof of the bus and i can wash the rest of my body off if i have to which luckily i have not had to resort to that i've always been able to find showers and stuff pretty easy any kind of truck stop or well, of course the campground has one here too and then at the end of my countertop i have my own little diy composting toilet that i made basically just for emergencies but i have luckily in since last year i've never used it so it's just one of those things you never know if you might get sick so it's nice to have the comfort of knowing you have something here but luckily anywhere you travel anywhere you drive there's always a bathroom
1: right
2: yeah wow that's awesome right yes yes they're always always useful really quick in a bus yep
1: so it took you what approximately
2: two weeks to to build your bus two weeks luckily now if i the guy that i bought it from luckily he removed the seats and put a floor in and um, just very simple flooring so that would have probably took me an extra week to do so if someone was to get an actual true bus and but this was round the clock working too um and I made mine very simple I didn't do I didn't run a bunch of wiring I just did mine very simple and easy because I wanted me not knowing how to do too awful much I wanted it to where when I'm out on the road and something's wrong I know how to fix it and I'm capable of fixing it so it has a little mini fridge and it's enough to hold the beer that I drink from time (laughs) to time little snacks so yeah it's not too bad that's
1: good so what where does all your power run from
2: right now i'm on shoreline and oh, okay um, for that um i was running off of a generator but to be honest with you um when i was doing all my traveling last year or well we'll say last year prior to january um i really didn't use that much electricity i had um battery operated little um uh, magnetic Um, lights which you will find when you live in a bus hooks and magnets are your best friend (laughs) so I would have these little magnetic lights and when I bought them I had no idea they were magnetic had a little velcro on the back Um, as a matter of fact that's what these are and they're just super super simple you just flip them on they're the greatest thing ever you can move them around it's wonderful in the middle of the night if you can't you know find your bearings oh wow and um, the main thing I had to charge, everything was 12-volt, like GoPro or my phone or my earbuds. Um, I, and I would just plug that into the little 12-volt outlet on the bus and charge mm-hmm. my phone. Up. So I really didn't have to worry about electricity for the longest time. Now, when I moved into it full-time, of course, I wanted to have some electricity. I had the generator at the time, but to be honest with you, I didn't use that that much either.
1: Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah, you definitely don't have a lot of, uh, um, I guess, you know, stuff to kind of worry about, you know, I mean, you're, you're minimal with your expenses, with the, you know, your water use, your electricity use, you know, and probably, you know, your food consumption and everything too, you know, so. Right. Yeah. My gosh, that's, (laughs) that's so awesome. (laughs) So, uh, and I know you're fish out of a, a, what, a Hobie pro angler. I do. It is a, um,
2: I believe it's a 17 or 18 i can't even remember now i think it's a 17. right yep 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 so yeah nothing
1: too crazy too fancy but uh yeah um i know uh you'd recently changed your profile picture was is that your personal best bass that you have up there it is yes that's, that's 22 and 22 and a half 22 and a half that's right yep and would you say you caught it one
2: I caught it on a whopper clopper. Oh yeah. <laughs> and the funny thing was on Kentucky Lake, I caught it down by the um Moores Marina. And um I when I was casting it out and it it was like um sunrise. So I couldn't quite see. And I seen this fish bust and was going after it. So of course I set the hook. Well, my first instinct was this is an Asian carp. I have hooked one of these nasty fish. And I don't want to bring this sucker in and usually with any bass even in treble hooks and all I'm sticking my hand down there and getting it I don't even worry about the net half the time I want to get my hands on this fish and I was like "Uh uh-uh I'm not touching this nasty slimy thing and I thought I foul hooked an Asian carp and it was going crazy and I'm just shaking still even though it's an Asian carp I'm I mean my little petals on the hobie were going crazy and I ended up netting it. And then when it got in the boat, and the way it was flopping, because I've had Asian carp jump into the kayak multiple times, and I seen it flop, I was like, that's not an Asian carp. So I hurried up and hit my headlamp on, and I lost it. I was like, oh, oh my God, I mean, lost it. Jackhammer legs shaking. <laughs> it was insane. It was the best catch. It was my, it, I'll never forget that one. And ironically, that very same day, was a, a year prior is when I caught my personal best and it was just like an eighth of an inch shorter than this one so oh. it, it was a remarkable day it was a day to remember for sure All right oh my gosh
1: that's awesome that's so awesome um now I know uh, also looking at some of the things on your profile too you are um part of Yak
2: Tribe I am I am I love Yak Tribe it's a great kayaking community um they did they were doing tournaments there for a while. They're kind of leaning off that right now, but basically it's just a community where you can go on their website and join for free. And um they have wonderful sponsors that we're affiliated with as well. Um, o'mills being one of them. And if anybody's ever tried O Mills, they definitely or haven't tried them, they definitely should. It's super easy. Love it. It's one of the best kayaking meals you can have if you want a hot meal for sure. Because everybody gets tired of them being in sausages and peanut butter crackers after a while. (laughs) Right. (laughs) You can get on there. And the great thing about them, um, they're very Christian-based. Heath is a wonderful guy who is the founder of Yak Tribe. And I love him dearly and his beautiful family and three little boys. But you can get on their website and join um for free and anywhere you're traveling any lakes you can get on there and see where people are at and hit them up and say hey you know I'm gonna be in for the weekend at this place do you know any good spots to start out at or would you like to meet up and um so it's super simple that way people who have never met you you know before you know how the kayaking community is anyways everybody's a huge family even if they've never met you before they welcome you in with open arms and that's basically what Yak Tribe is it's none of the you don't have to have the fanciest boat or all your wonderful, you know, electronics and the perfect rod, rods and reel company, you know, and all these sponsors. It's just humble. Let's get out here and fish. Get back to the roots and just get out there and have some fun. Teach people how to fish. Teach people how to kayak. And I just, I love those guys. They're great. That's awesome. That's awesome.
1: Yeah, it sounds like a great company. So, yettried.com uh, give them a, of a check out today they're also on Facebook um, you can check them out and follow them on there um, any other um, like chops or sponsors or anything that you're involved with
2: I'm not so much anymore um, I do a little bit of affiliation with Omeals um, not they're not necessarily a sponsor but I do do a couple little incentives with them and um, I have a buddy back at home that um, has still been supportive of me, even though I haven't been doing um, tournaments in the past year. But uh, his name is Chris Pack, and he makes um, handmade holsters for guns. And so I always, some of the guys that I'll meet, I always, you know, show them, hey, check this out. And he can custom make any kind of gun holster you want. Um, great guy, really good guy. And um, uh, a local guy back at home who does um, Die Safe, Mark Menendez. And he fishes pro, and so I always, you know, introduce that kind of stuff to him. It's dips for uh, colors and scents. Oh, nice. Um, yep. And that's really about it. I mean, I I've kind of drifted away from everybody else, and um, but and they're still supportive as can be, and still will message me and ask how I'm doing. And I'm sure they would be supportive again once I get once I get settled a little bit, and especially after this coronavirus. I know everybody's at a halt with that um but yeah i'm sure once i get going again they'll be right there support
1: me again right yeah awesome well speaking of you know kind of at a halt right now um i know you did have some plans uh, for traveling this year but uh once uh things do kind of go back to normal what are your plans for this year
2: well now that i've kind of decided to start this little job to have a little bit of income in I haven't been working basically since february and I didn't want to dwindle my accounts down so much, so I thought we're kind of at a standstill. So I took this other security job based off of my background in, you know, the Department of Corrections. So what I will be doing is joining. This is going to be a little temporary job. Um, I'll be going to working work for. Sorry, I'm stuttering. Sunbelt Rentals, and um, totally different, totally different career paths. But the great thing about it is. Um, I'm hoping to get towards Colorado, and they have, they have, they're nationwide, so any openings that they have, I can just travel onto that one or travel onto this one, and so that's what my plan is, and I'll still be able to work, I'll be able to fish different states, meet different people, still travel different states like I'm wanting to, and still kind of have that income, but yet still feel like I'm traveling, so that's, that's what my big plan is, and that hopefully that'll start within, I think, around August
1: hopefully Mm -hmm. nice
2: nice uh do you have any place
1: in colorado in particular you're aiming for
2: no just wherever
1: just want to go i've never been and i'm ready to go oh man if you make it out there let me know i spent two summers out in keystone colorado beautiful out there in the summertime it's like a different world out there it just oh man just the scenery outdoor out there just uh, everything about colorado is awesome um, I have
2: friends already out there so oh, nice. that's i would like to go see them but eventually i kind of want to make, make my way back up north and hit the northern redwood forest that's my old goal oh my, goal. Oh my, my
1: god that would be amazing yeah like my one of my bucket lists is like california just like i'd love to spend a month out in california oh, just yeah. to explore it you know
2: if you're already out that way out will eat or er- what is it? out west good Lord. I'm <laughs> south and hit that place too, so why not? Right? I'm, I mean, try to do as much as I can,
1: right? Exactly, exactly. That's awesome. I mean, man, you, you definitely got a plan and know where you're going and know what you're doing, you know. I mean, that's that's amazing. More power to you, you know. I mean, it sounds like you know it's been an awesome transformation for you, but you know, it, it probably wasn't easy, you know. I mean. Yeah
2: it was definitely not easy it kept on I kept on saying this is my bucket list this is my bucket list and like I was saying earlier I woke up and I thought can I do this for 15 more years well in the same thought I'm thinking I'm my bucket list is never going to happen unless I just go do it like what right. am I waiting for like there, nothing is holding me down anymore I've like I said I'm renting out my house right now in the process of selling it and um I was like there nothing's stopping me so why not just go? And I just finally, it's like, it's, my dreams are never going to come true unless I make them come true. So I left.
1: Right. Yeah. That. that that's right. That's um, an, such a true statement right there. You know, I mean, your dreams aren't going to come true unless you make them come true. So, you know, much, much, uh, you know, respect for that, you know, and it, it's also been like a transformation for you, like weight wise, too. I know you've lost quite a bit of weight in this process, too
2: i have i've lost a lot a whole human uh, <laughs> technically 97 pounds and i'm trying to get this last little tin off so holy cow it's, i feel wonderful it's been i'm just a whole entire new me so if anybody knew me last year i'm a totally different person <laughs> right yeah but i mean you know there, there's so many different ways
1: you know you probably change but you know i mean you're probably still true to heart though you know i mean just you're you're your truthfulness, your honesty, your sincerity, and just your overall personality is just awesome, you know, and your picture taking, your picture taking too, like, I need to get some tips from you, because some of those photos that you do when you're out in the outdoors, and you kind of have that abstract photos of like the, the
2: decayed bus that you took off, I mean, those were awesome. It's with my phone. Right? I think I That's one of my secret passions not many people know about. My mom, she's always encouraged me. She's like, get this camera and go out there and take these pictures.
0: After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when I heard that Mint Mobile wireless plans are $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan, I thought, what's the catch? But after talking to them, it all made sense. There isn't one. Cement Mobile for details.
2: Think of what you can take with a good camera, and I was like, "Well, you know." And I've already, I've always had a little artsy side of me. I do um, sketches and paint and music and all that stuff too. But I've always had the little artistic side of my brain work far better than my book side of the brain. So I was way more interested in nature and art and that kind of stuff versus schooling all day long. But mm-hmm. I appreciate that. Thank you for the compliment. Yeah, you're welcome.
1: You know, and I had uh, with uh, I was talking to some of the guys, too, that are part of the uh, Paddle and Fin podcast. You know, we'll talk about uh, the hosts that we have coming up. And if, uh, you know, people have questions that they want to ask the host and one of the guys that said, you need to figure out how
2: she takes those awesome photos.
1: I'm like, I'll point that out, too.
2: I guess I just get lucky. i just, just with my phone, I don't put any special little settings on there. And then I do have a little editing um, thing on there that I'll do. And I'll put like, just a little bit of drama to it is what it's mm-hmm. called. Um, I think the, I think the app is called Snapseed. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'll I'll do a little bit of tweaking. Like if it's a little bit too much shadow and I don't, I try my hardest not to over edit. That's one of my big pet peeves. Sometimes you can get carried away with it but that's my little secret. Basically, that's all I do. Right. Oh, that's
1: awesome. <laughs> and I know, uh, you've got, uh, a companion that travels
2: with you too, right? do. I do. And she is something special. Um, I actually adopted her from the prison. She was a, uh, she was an abandoned dog and they had a dog program, which they still have it. They've had it for plenty of years. And, um, yeah, she's snoozing right now, but she's mama's girl. She don't leave my side very often, but she's. Aww. I know everybody says their dog's the best, but I, I'm pretty partial to mine. Right,
1: yeah, and I know you've got uh, another one, too, but uh, she's kind of older and staying with your mom.
2: Yeah, she's she's old, and she's we just let her do whatever she wants to, and she can definitely do it over at mom's house. She has free range. She's never been on a leash and never really been on the lead. And when I go somewhere, she's so tiny. I'm scared. She'll get run over. I've had a couple of dogs lost and it just terrifies me. And she's 14. Doesn't have hardly any teeth. I think she's got three left and (laughs) she's, she sleeps all the time. She's great. And she's very happy with me. She's been with me her whole life. Basically I adopted her too. When she was one, the same as my big dog with me, Lee. And, um, We just felt that it was best right now for her to just kind of stay in her comfort, but she will be tagging along with me probably here in the next month or two. Once I get better settled with the job and the routine and we'll see what goes. Oh, that's awesome. Um, Let's see here, man. I had a good question for you and it has
1: totally escaped my mind. Oh, dang it! This happens every podcast I do. Like I'll start thinking of stuff as you're talking and everything. Oh, okay. Um, so you know, from your transition to you know a house to a bus, what things do you miss the most, and what things do you miss the least?
2: Oh, the one thing I miss the most is I do miss having a full my personal full time shower with all your stuff already in there you know you already have your shampoo you already have your little loofah you're using or whatever and you can just leave it step out dry off hang your towel up and you're done the process of getting a shower and everything it's not so bad but um it, 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 I do miss that. I miss having my own bathroom where I can d- take care of my business and I don't have to worry about packing a bag and <laughs> all stuff. So it's more compact, and um, that's what I miss the most. And my own washer and dryer. I do <laughs> miss having a dryer is not so bad, but I miss being able to just, if I needed a t shirt to like say I wanted to go out on a date which that doesn't ever happen but say I wanted to go on a date or meet up with a friend or something I could if I wanted a specific outfit that I wore last week it felt good and felt myself in it I can go hurry up and wash that real quick well now I've got to really plan my stuff out you know I've and you recycle jeans, I'm telling you, you get a good three days out of a pair of jeans. When used to, I wear a pair of jeans and I just toss it in the quick wash and roll on. So I do miss that. Now what I don't miss, and, and it, it, it can be a kind of a toss up. It may sound strange, but I miss, I don't miss how long it took me to clean mm-hmm. the house. I mean, yeah. it, seemed, it would seem like on my day off, I would have to set aside three hours to just do all my laundry because I was working so many hours and I was just in and out so you just you know you're just picking up or you're just kind of tossing things and like running out the door and hoping you get four hours of sleep get a quick shower and you're rolling out and also hoping you get to get a cup of coffee in the meantime and so with this smaller area it takes literally five minutes to clean the Entire place, top to bottom, wipe it down, saw and all. I mean, sweeping takes five seconds, so it's that part is wonderful. Now, one thing I will suggest if anyone is thinking about going tiny is, um, well, not necessarily suggest, just kind of keep in mind is that every little thing that you own and you have in your possession in your little quote unquote tiny home, everything has to have a home. And storage. Is super key and it's even better if you have anything that you have with you in your possession. If it has multiple purposes is 10 times better. And so that's that's my little tip for living tiny is if you choose, if someone is choosing, which I've had so many people, you know, message me and ask me, like, what do you suggest with this? Or I'm, I'm even trying to do like a truck camper. What do you suggest with that? And my biggest thing is, is make sure everything has multiple uses and utilize every inch you can for storage, because storage is huge. You, I mean, you get in a small area, you realize, OK, well, I need to store towels. I need to store my shoes. I need to store Hoodies or jeans or food. I mean toilet paper, paper towels, just little things that you have in your home, everything's gotta have a little place and you got you gotta be really smart with it. It's kinda like working a jigsaw puzzle, but it's after about it took me well, even when I went up to Canada that first week, it was simple. I was like, Okay, I got this. This ain't this ain't that big of a deal. Right. Now, where do you keep all your clothes? I have a well, I'll turn the camera. I have a closet right here. Oh OK, I'll show you a little bit. I was gonna say, so, yeah. Oh there. nice OK. Um, so it's not so bad. Plenty of room for a girl. <laughs> <laughs> and then of course um, underneath my couch. I don't know if you can see me now. Underneath my couch is storage. Now it's not as much storage as most people would think because the wheel wells. Kind of take up a lot of room oh, yep. but it's a wonderful it's a wonderful place like if you have if you had like extra packs of baby wipes or um extra packs of paper towels that you can't really have out you can still kind of you don't have to worry about buying one thing at a time on those kind of items you can kind of keep a little bit stored for backup and then i have a little stool that I just got from Walmart and it's a little storage container and I keep like a couple extra cups in there and then I store all my like bath towels kind of the bulkier items that you don't necessarily use every single day but you still want easy access to so and then of course underneath the bed has the 30 gallon water tank but I have a bunch of the tools and batteries and hoses and extension cords just I call it the garage (laughs) Um, and and, it's that kind of stuff that you don't necessarily need, but it's essential too, so. Mm
1: -hmm. Nice, nice. Oh yeah, interesting uh, tips to have for that. Um, yeah, yeah. um, let's see here. Um. What was I just gonna say? Um? Oh yeah, so, um, so yeah, I know you've got a a kayak trailer that you use to pull your Hobie around. Um, was it challenge? Is it challenging to pull a
2: trailer behind the bus like that? <laughs> yes, it, it's so scary, and that's why I had a that's how that's why I had a friend with me um, right up to Canada because it was my first time driving a big. I mean, I went from a tiny little Ford Escape SUV like a little car, you know, it's tiny. So I can whip that, you know, Hobie with the trailer. Anywhere, and I could back it up like it's nothing. But this sucker, it has so many blind spots, and you're not used to looking at those little bug-eyed mirrors in the front. and That's all you got. <laughs> so one thing is essential is having a backup camera. But even that's tricky because backing in that big, backing in that trailer, launching that kayak, I found out real fast I wanted the landing gear wheels. So AJ. <laughs> Um, Christine Fisher's fiance, um, had luckily had an extra set of wheels and I bought the landing gear off of him. And that was like, oh my gosh, dude, you just saved my life. So thankfully I don't have to actually launch it with the bus anymore. I just <laughs> pop that off and roll it down and here we go.
1: So, <laughs> right. Yeah, I know. I yeah, I invested in uh boondocks uh landing gear, what was it? 2 years ago on uh, one of my hobbies cuz I did the whole plug-in cart and everything. They are so worth their weight in gold. <laughs> I so know, like, worth their weight in
2: gold. <laughs> mounted, just getting it mounted on there like even the trouble of that it was worth it worth it Yep. Yeah, exactly i know yeah it took me a little while
1: to kind of figure it out but i used like a ceiling fan chain to like pull that little um metal mounting plate to hold it up in there while you're like trying to screw in the the mounting screw just yeah there there was a lot of uh <laughs> curse words <laughs> at it,
2: it was hilarious comical <laughs> watching me install that thing <laughs> right? yeah. i looked like a midget stuck in a trash can it was horrible <laughs> I had bruises like up on my upper arms because you know you're trying to like yeah Yeah. I was so sore the next day I thought somebody's beat me
1: (laughs) right (laughs) oh my gosh oh let's see here anything else about um I guess like the the bus and being minimal that um maybe I haven't asked or touched on or that you want others to
2: know I think you've covered it pretty good Like I said, I said earlier, your best friends in a small area is going to be hooks, especially in a bus is going to be magnets and you can't forget your hats. (laughs) (laughs) I can't, I, I really debated on putting my hat on because if anybody knows me, I always have a hat on. Yes, you Very did. rarely we see when you see this mop down, it's just too much to handle. So I have about luckily, and that was one thing I wasn't gonna do with that was my hat. So I have probably twelve with me. And I really debated on putting an ad on for this because I thought, well, most people ain't even gonna recognize me with my hair down. So <laughs> but no just whatever is your most convenient things, make life easy on you. You don't need so much. You'd be surprised what little you really, really need. And storage is just key use your storage mm-hmm. use every inch you got every little inch matters it really does mm-hmm. oh yeah. and another tip is don't have a white comforter <laughs> 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 I have a white comforter right now it, it is no fun it's no fun so i i have to have my stuff just so so and you'll find out you'll find real quickly when you live in a small space you kind of start getting a little ocd like everything has to be just like even these back pillows right here to be positioned just right or i'm like <laughs> not content and so having a white comforter it's not good darker colors are a little bit better unless you have a white mother oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well one
1: of your dogs is white though right
2: yeah she's white and she she's a shedder so <laughs> that's not so, that's not so much fun in a small area but i it just sweeping and like i said wiping things down it takes literally the whole place five minutes and it's spotless so it's not that bad nice nice that's the part right
1: Yep. um now um when it comes to um i guess when you use water and everything does it have like a reservoir tank that it uses like the um like the trash water um or whatnot that it goes into that you have to empty
2: like a gray tank yeah yeah I kept that super simple, too. I have a little five-gallon bucket under the sink, wow. and I and I use the biodegradable soap, of course, because people get all in a tizzy if you don't. Plus, I don't. I mean, I don't want to go around putting toxic chemicals out there, and so when it gets full, which is, it takes it a while, and I'll dump it before, it, I mean, it even hardly gets full just because I don't want the smell, man. I'm assuming if you let it sit for a while, you're going to start getting a little bit of an odor, especially if you have, like... Um, sugary drinks that you're dumping down the drain or um, food or whatever and so anyhow when it gets about you know an inch or two in it I just go ahead and dump it out and it's I didn't want to have to worry about running drilling holes and running a tank and having to drive the bus up and empty it somewhere at a dump site I didn't want to have to deal with any of all that I just kept my stuff super super simple wow yeah Awesome. Nice. Now
1: what about, uh, cooking? Um, do you have like a little camp stove that you use or just campfire
2: or? I, um, I got those little one pound propane burner, um, propane canisters, oh, yeah. the little green ones. And, um, I have a little one burner stove mm-hmm. and to be, to be honest with you, I've used it in, in, well, I've had it for a year. I bet you I've only used it maybe, 10 times. I've cooked a few, like, uh, I made a roast a couple of times, um, just to have some real food. But to be honest with you, I'm, I'm not the biggest eater. And so I basically live off of snacks like tuna fish and string cheese and jerky and carrots and grapes and things like that. I don't, I don't really eat like big meals. I kind of just mm-hmm. snack. all the time. And so yeah. I have, I have that in the mini fridge and it, I don't, I, I don't mind it. Um, luckily when I go home, my aunt loves to give me fresh farm eggs. So I'll fix, I'll fix me a couple of eggs and toss Lee one into every now and then. And, uh, I'll do that from time to time, but the little one burner stove with the propane, it's last me. Well, I think the one pounds, I think I'm still in the same one as last year. So that shows you how little I cook in here right yeah yeah so yeah you keep it pretty simple with food
1: you know is it, it, what i like to call like travel food in a sense you know it, it's not messy it's simple it's portable and it's easy so awesome
2: nice i do have a small little charcoal grill and i'll grill on it every now and then sometimes oh, yeah. I'll chicken or go and grab me a steak every once in a blue moon and so i like to do that outside of course as much as i can get outside that's what i'd rather do so right yeah yeah yeah
1: Well, in the meantime, um, since um, since February and like since with COVID and everything, what else have you uh, been kind of doing in your downtime?
2: Um, Well, a little bit of the photography and Mm -hmm. um, I was there for the longest time was doing a lot of hiking, especially out in LBL. Um, My family actually originated from there and there's so much history and beauty out there that people have never even seen so I was doing a lot of that of course fishing you know that (laughs) Um, and spending time with the dog meeting new people traveling around and seeing little waterfalls and creeks and that kind of thing just just seeing the world just seeing what's been around me keeping my social distancing to a to a pretty good I don't know a lot of us around here now have been under quarantine and they've been for so long that we still hang out and everybody's wanting to grill out and smoke something and uh, smoking Boston butts and, and uh, turkeys and all that kind of stuff. So it's been, it's been good. I had to clarify on the smoking. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <Right>. <laughs> nice. Nice. Awesome. Awesome. Well, gosh, that is like, that is, an awesome life that you're living right now you know i mean i'm i'm happy to see where you've you know where you've been going and how you've been doing i know things were a bit of a struggle we definitely missed you when you weren't able to make the women's event um last fall but we're hoping to maybe see you this year too fingers crossed yep yep and that you know i mean hey have they set the date for that yes um that is let's see here set 10 uh hang on i gotta pull my calendar up here that is usually i have these dates memorized uh it is september 24th through the 28th down tomorrow <laughs> yes, down on table rock so oh, yes
2: yeah, i love table rock i know
1: yeah like i haven't i've been to table rock once um on a family vacation when we went down to branson missouri but like i haven't been on it since um so they will definitely be kind of like a new experience for me, but like I'm definitely excited for the event in general, you know, and hoping that you can make it so we can definitely see your bus and learn more from you about your minimalism and everything. Absolutely, be awesome. I'm
2: just well. the gas bill, <laughs> right? Suck the gas down,
1: right? Yeah. How
2: many How many miles per gallon does that thing get? To be honest with you, I'm not. 100 certain but i'm thinking it's around 12.
1: oh wow <laughs> yeah.
2: but i mean they got a pretty big gas tank in them though i mean they'll last year
1: for quite a while though won't they
2: yeah it's um a full tank when i fill up um i can't remember what the gallons were like i said typical female here um <laughs> but about four hours and i gotta fill up I drive about four hours at about sixty-five mile an hour, and then I'll, I'll have to fill up again. So that's not bad. Yeah, that's not bad. So I'm gonna guess like what? That'd be what? Like maybe four hundred some odd miles or something like that, maybe. Yeah, so, <laughs> give or take. Yeah. yeah. But the best. I mean, if you look at it this way, I don't have to. I I would pay twice as much more getting a hotel for a few nights, and exactly. I have my I have my entire home with me. So right. Yeah, and you don't have to stop for food or anything like
1: that. Yeah. Nothing. Right. Oh man, that is like living the dream right now, you know. Like I have seen your your bus transformation and then um another buddy of mine, he um kind of like redid like one of those bigger um vans um kind of like a 16 passenger van but they take all the seats out and everything and then kind of just make the back into like a sleeping area you know and i've seen all these people you know making these like travel homes in a sense i was like man i really need to just like break down and do that because just like
2: it would save so much money you really should and the bus and there i was going to do a van but the buses were just so much cheaper, and another thing I love about it is I do love the windows. I love not yeah. feeling, it, like in a small area, I didn't want to feel so claustrophobic, and the windows yeah. really make you feel like, especially when you can put them all down and open yes. up the back door. Um, I love opening up the back door, especially if I'm backed into the lake. It's wonderful. It's the prettiest thing to wake up to. Um, a lot of times, I will position myself where I can get the sunrise, too, wow. i a sucker for that, or the sunset, whichever way I can get to. Most great. of the time, I found it's a sunrise that I'm getting, but it's great. I'll fix me. I did bring my K-Cup machine, my Keurig. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta have your <enter> coffee. <laughs> yeah, so I can pop that in real quick, have me a cup of coffee, and I'll sit there and kind of finish waking up and watch the sunrise. And it's, it's great. It's so oh much God. fun. I love it. I suggest everyone try it, at least once in their life
1: i know yeah it's it's definitely one of those things that's been kind of building up on me it's just you know the whole expense thing and whatnot you know it's just like well you know (laughs) so but uh yeah awesome well uh anything else that you want to uh kind of highlight on or uh talk about or let people know about yourself or anything um
2: really the only I, I really don't. The only thing I really have to say about it is I am so overwhelmed by the kind words and the support that I've been given. Um, I and a lot of it is from the kayak bass fishing community or kayaking community in general, really. And everyone has been like, You go girl, you know, chase those dreams, way to go, you know, you're accomplishing things. like I, Um, admire you and it's just so it's so overwhelming just to see how kind and like genuine people really are they're like you know and I was kind of scared like especially meeting strangers I was so scared like not necessarily scared but you know you always want to like make a good impression and you always want to um, be accepted in in, in some degree and I was nervous that people thought that I'm just some like dirty person, like living in this bus, like you're poor or, you know, you get, you get your stereotypical things like, are they on drugs? They're just a hippie, you know, they're this, they're that. Yes. And yes. It's, and, it, and it's sad. It's sad because you can see how close-minded some of those people are, but it was still a fear, like, am I going to be accepted out here in this wide world that I'm, you know, I, I'm solo, I'm by myself and, you know, I've, I still got to be protective of myself and, you know take safety precautions and things like that. Yes. And I was very, very nervous about that, but I've just been so overwhelmed and it, it's complete opposite. I mean, I've met so many wonderful people everywhere I've been, like even just pulling up to a gas pump and they're like, oh my gosh, that is so cool. And they're like, they kind of don't want to ask to look at it, but they're so interested in, and I always leave it wide open when I'm driving too course because of blind spots and so they can see that it's a house in here and they <laughs> and they can see the sink and the faucet through this right here at the driver window and and um so it's just that right there i'm just so overwhelmed with just the acceptance and the non-judgmental like i all the things that i really feared it's been quite the opposite and it's just I, i'm overjoyed with it. it i i'm just overwhelmed with just the positivity that's come out of it and it's just i I can't even explain what my heart and soul says. I, I mean, I've tried to do like short little blogs on my Facebook about it. And um, that's basically where I put everything. I, I I don't try to get all in the hassle with everything else, but I do a lot on my Facebook and I'll take times and you can tell when I'm really humbled about something and I'll really, I'll really try to go deep in it and like take my thoughts and like put it on paper. So basically I can go back and remember these moments
1: mm-hmm.
2: and I'm just like I said, I'm just overjoyed with it. It's just the most humbling thing in the world. All right. Oh, uh, it definitely shows. It definitely shows.
1: I mean, just like, you know, seeing you and hearing you talk and just watching you right now, I mean, you're just, you're, you're glowing of like energy and joy and happiness. And it's just like, yeah, you know, it's just so envious, you know, cause it's just like, oh my gosh, look at this amazing woman, you know, look at what she's done, you know, look at what she's gone through and look at what she's accomplished right now. You know, I mean, it's just it's so amazing you know i mean like i i look up to you in some ways too because it's just like my god she she she's done this by herself like by herself you know i mean wow that's just unbelievable unbelievably awesome so well i definitely hope to you know hopefully maybe see you in some travel soon once you know the whole crazy pandemic uh gets uh done and whatnot i know um today they just announced that all the state parks are finally opening on the 29th so i'm just
2: like oh my god finally because <laughs> a few of the state parks i might have to just because quite a few there's a few of them around where i'm at right now um, those might just have to be little day car trips for me because i'm gonna have to build up some finances before i get going i kind of had a little too much fun and <laughs> so i'm just excited and i'm like yeah let's do this and let's do that so i gotta yeah I did, that's the only unfortunate part i haven't i that that's my next goal let's put it that way and that, that's mm-hmm. my next step is making sure i have a job that still that still doesn't anchor me down so nice. i'm hoping with this some that one I, it'll anchor me down from time to time like i'm sure i'll be posted up in one in one post for I would say at least six months at a time so that's kind of but the pay and the benefits you kind of gotta it's one of them deals but I would love my dream next is to find something where I can truly travel full time and yeah that that would be a muscle that that would be (laughs) amazingly awesome That would be it. That one might be a little bit more difficult, but I'm still taking it for what it is and I'm going
1: to enjoy what I get. Right. I know. I mean, you know, just just look at you now, you know, and I mean, look at yourself 10 years ago. I mean, look how far you've come. I mean, shoot, you know, I could see you, you know, finding something to, you know, make this dream come true like in a year or less. You know, I mean, I it'll happen. It'll happen. so. So hopefully it will. Right. on that one <laughs> right most definitely most definitely well Jesse, it's definitely been a pleasure talking with you today I am getting to know you and
2: <laughs> it's been great thank you so much. I'm shocked that I even did this. I've been asked I've been asked a couple of times and I keep turning people down or kind of pushing them away because I get nervous on camera but thank you so much I greatly appreciate it. it's been wonderful and just thank you so much.
1: You're welcome. Yeah, it's just, oh my gosh. Yeah.
2: <laughs> sometimes I just get all giggity
1: and, you know, get the chills talking to people sometimes too. Cause you know, my, my whole goal is, you know, with the whole podcast thing, I was just like, you know, it, it's not about me, you know, it's about other women in, you know, not just the kayak fishing world, but just in general, you know, like look at all the awesome things that we can do, you know?
2: And I mean, like, look at you. We can do it. Anybody can do it
1: right exactly and you know and it also just goes to show too you know that the community that we have in you know the kayak fishing world is just unbelievably awesome you know i mean even though it it feels like there's been some hardships going on this year with everything that's happened and whatnot but you know deep down at that foundation you know we're still a big family and we're still here to support each other and that's that's what matters most absolutely that is what matters yep but uh yeah i know you also got an instagram right real in rome real in rome yep so yep if you
2: Of course, a fishing reel. You got to spell that one right. Um. (laughs) Right.
1: So, yeah, if you want to give her a follow on Instagram, Reel in Rome, and then just find her on Facebook. Uh, Just look up uh, Jessie Mitchell, and you can follow all of her uh, bus adventures on there. Otherwise, uh, I believe that's all we've got for today, folks. So uh, we'll see you guys next time, and see you on the next adventure.
3: and app just makes for a better time on the water and creates a virtual logbook for every fishing outing out on the water shout out to rocktown adventures located in northern illinois for all your kayaking camping and hiking needs trc covers protect your investment catch products shout out to catch products go to catchproducts.com and put the paddle and fin logo directly on your catch board shout out to jig masters jigs when in doubt get the jig out go to jigmaster.